0: Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike
1: Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.
2: It's the Bottom Line, and it is a Wednesday. Time for us to give our Bottom Line Big Five uh, last week, we sat here and reassessed who our conference champions would be. Mm-hmm. Changed about, I think, four each. <laughs> uh, Clint Scott, Chris Need, Ben Porman behind the glass taking care of us. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions. So that means we don't have any bottom line Big Five results. To review, but we will after this week. We're going to do. Uh, I really liked, I think it was the second week of the NFL, we picked road winners. And most of this we've stuck around college football. Um, but I really enjoyed the road winners uh, a few weeks ago. So I thought we'd do that again this week. Because um, I think that there are some interesting matchups. We all know it's hard to win on the road in sports, but especially at the professional level. Um, and. When we did this last time, there were a lot of road winners throughout the n f l and I think mm-hmm. we got three
1: each mm-hmm. um
2: I think you may be in store for that to an extent again um is
1: gonna be an interesting week
2: it really yeah. is do you uh, would you like to go first i
1: would okay
2: uh
1: can we start with tomorrow night?
2: you absolutely can
1: i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go the uh the fighting Trevor Lawrence's over the fighting Derek Carr's. There's one. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I wonder how much we're going to share on this. Again, I don't know if we're going to share a lot. Um, but that's why I wonder because I think that there's a lot of options to pick between, and not like for sure hammer these down.
1: No. But but I want to say it could go either way. I think the Raiders will beat the Bears, especially mm. without Justin Fields. I mean because. Justin Fields, they're terrible with him. I kind of hate to see what they're like without him. Um, I would think that the uh, the Browns uh, will take out the Colts, the Trent Richardson-less Colts. Um, uh,
2: not Trent Richardson, uh, Anthony Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. What did I get? Trent Richardson. Dang yeah, it! Yeah, come on! He was he was a running. He was he was, he was at at The running. Colts there for a little bit. Yeah. He ran for the Colts. he tried to.
1: Anthony Richardson. I've, a, I've done a game with the dude. <laughs> I've done a game with the dude.
2: Man, that. <laughs> that sucks for him, too, because he, he came out and has been played. Yeah. played really well. Season-ending shoulder surgery announced today. Yeah, today. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to ride that wave and say that the uh, the Washington football team is going to mm. get after the, uh, the New York football Giants. I mean. Yeah, one then, more. And then uh, – I think now I I was I'm kind of toying between these two right here because I have a feeling I got a feeling Woo-hoo-hoo. I don't think that uh, the forty ers are going to be bad two weeks in a row.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I have a feeling that Kirk Cousins is sick and tired of losing.
2: So you're so you're not
1: going with continent football. But I think I'm gonna take the Packers over the Bronx.
2: Okay. All right, let's see. We share we share two. Ah, we share two. About that. That's about what I, I thought we would somewhere around there. I thought we'd share two or three. Uh Buffalo is at a very terrible New England team. Yeah, but it's give is Josh Allen back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me give me uh give me the bills. I think I don't think that game's going to be close. Okay. Uh, I do have San Francisco at Minnesota. I'm going to pull the trigger, mm. uh, and I'm gonna, as you're riding the WFT wave mm-hmm. for the <laughs> Commanders. Uh, I'm going to ride the losing wave of Minnesota, mm. and also say that San Francisco bounces back. One that we share tomorrow night: Jacksonville at New Orleans. Uh, I think that that. It's not going to be just an easy cakewalk no. for
1: Jacksonville. I think they're a better team, but I think they're a better top team. Top they're a better team.
2: Um, I actually have one. One I'm kind of. I feel like taking a gamble on here this week. Yeah, it's, it know, the one I, th- for, I, I almost did it? I, I think it did. It's I'm going to take the flying offense of the Dolphins. Oh my lord! At Philadelphia. Oh. Give me Miami lord. on the road. I I stayed away from that. The Eagles drop back to back games they have uh, wow. played with their food a little bit they haven't played anybody just all that great wow. this year and i think i think right i think i think right now the dolphins are a better team than philadelphia i'm not sure Mark if that will be the down. case at this the end is, of the season
1: this is where clint loses this this deal right here <laughs> on this one he's going to lose it on this one right here <laughs>
2: uh and then uh, the other one we shared was green bay at denver yeah packers coming off a bye week even though i mean they're not awesome but denver is just Oh, yeah, they're Denver abysmal. Denver yeah. might be the
1: worst team in the NFL. Uh yeah, you're not wrong.
2: At least the worst offense in the NFL, yeah,
1: which is so I mean, hey Cowboys fans, you are all clamoring for Sean Payton. This is what Sean Payton gives you.
2: It is it's interesting how much of a mess he, and and in the off season he didn't help himself cuz he was like, "Oh, Nathaniel Hackett left this." Like, what was he doing? This is terrible. Uh, Sean Payton this has been built up for a while ever since he's been out of the NFL that who's he going to come save or you know what kind of mid-level team is any come and turn into a Super Bowl contender and then oh man you're telling me Russell Wilson and Sean Payton together nope no it it's is. A, it's a And they're, they're unloading bag of poop players right, right now they're bag of poop they are sending players out everywhere and and i think Sean Payton can still turn them around but it's going to take a lot longer than what people thought. And, well, and you don't have as long of yeah, a leash in today's the NFL. Problem,
1: it, the problem, the grace he has is that he gets to blame Nathaniel Hackett on the mess he's got right now. But, but you, you only get to do that for like a year. Which was a bad look. Yeah. It's, which was you, a bad but look. But you only get to do that for a year before before it becomes your mess. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, because you can flip a roster pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you like it or mm-hmm. not, you can. You can get rid of guys. I mean, you don't want to go into salary cap jail. You're stuck with with uh, Russell Wilson, and you've got some you got some pieces. But your offensive line's garbage. Your defensive line has no push. You don't have any linebacker help. I mean, your defense is. It,
2: I it, mean, it is. It, it's, it's. I thought the blaming of a year one in Nathaniel Hackett, like in his one time there, that he did this much damage, and can't believe you played so poorly, was a terrible look. And with it, it was like, okay, well, what's the plan then? Clearly, you exactly. have a plan to to pull yourself out of this, um, and it's looked even worse than what Hackett did last year. Yeah. It's looked worse.
1: Yeah.
2: So I, uh, and then it looks like you have a, a strained relationship with your quarterback. Which before before this past week, this Thursday night game, to his credit, Russell Wilson was playing better not good, and then looked exactly like last year's
1: but Russell Wilson in prime time. You start wondering now, Russell Wilson, is this his third head coach in Denver? Second. Second? second.
2: Yeah, last year was the first year yeah, there. Yeah, his first year there.
1: But, I mean, he's had a problem with anyone not named Pete Carroll. But even then, at the end. At the end. At he, the end. you kind of starting to wonder, hey, Russell Wilson, is this you? There was you a. Gotta, at some point, you have to turn the to mirror around and say, maybe it's not everybody else.
2: There was a a curmudgeon Pete Carroll, let Russ cook divorce mm-hmm. that Seattle is winning right now. Mm-hmm. Seattle won it last year and is still winning it.
1: Yep. Well, maybe it's you, Russell.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, his kind of just spiral has been so interesting to watch because he was... So good for a time, and then they were starting to have that kind of anger build up, tension, you know, what, whatever it was you know what for happened? the last two or
1: three seasons. I hate to say it, he started to swirl the drain about the time that Sierra showed up. <laughs> I, and I mean, and it wouldn't be the first time that a superstar athlete hooks up with a megastar entertainer, and their and their and their game goes to. Russell, we don't want to see her one two step anymore. We want to see you play quarterback. Come I mean, on. seriously. I mean, I'm, I mean, it, it sounds funny, but I mean, look around the league. I mean, you start seeing guys that start dating mm. these high level folks, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> now I you mean, got now you got a guy in Denver, huge contract, doing like Pilates on an airplane or whatever he was doing last I mean, year, and just I mean,
1: think about think about the number of of uh, athletes the Kardashians have ruined the lives of. <laughs> I mean Reggie Bush, Lamar Odom. Who's that other uh, the schmuck? That other dude that uh, that that starts fouling the drain, that basketball cat. That uh, that he was no playing. He was he was not very good. And then he was a no playing dude after he hooked mm-hmm. up with one of the Kardashians. There's another dude. I mean Lamar Odom, man. Lamar Tristan Odom.
3: Thompson? Was it Tristan Thompson?
1: Yeah, Tristan Thompson. I mean, hey Lamar Odom. I mean, Chloe turned him into a giant marshmallow. You know, crackhead. <laughs> I mean, she ruined the dude. Horse name. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong.
2: It is. Uh, it's the bottom line. At the
1: least, points. you got to stay away from the entertainers, man.
0: <laughs> stay away. We'll be back with more next. Getting to the point. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: It's the Bottom Line, 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Chris Snead, Ben Porman behind the glass. A Wednesday edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you could use $10,000, right? Who couldn't? Yeah. Well, we are giving- Love that money. Love that money. Ow! We're We're giving away $10,000 October 26th, thanks to The Home Zone. The Home Zone! Making your house a home. All you have to do is listen at 1045, 1245, and 245 Uh, for a secret word. Take that secret word, 2107thescore.com, enter it there, and maybe, just maybe, you'll be our lucky local listener, just... After this, two more days Mm. of it, so Mm. get those codes, those secret words. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your secret word at 1245, here October 18th, a two-parter. Sneed officially has no opinion on this. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. (laughs) Sneed officially has no opinion on the Crimson Tide.
1: Take uh, that. they play in the Southeastern Conference. I may or may not have them on my schedule this year.
2: <laughs> that's not an opinion, though. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Stats and facts, baby. All right, take Crimson Tide to 107thescore.com. On we are desperately hoping that a bottom-line listener is our winner that this would year. Be,
1: that would be awesome sauce.
2: Yes, it would. Uh, time now for Kaylee's dailies.
1: Clint, yes, Ben. What are you doing in there? I want energy back. It is that time of year where thousands—and I mean thousands—of geese migrate from uh, south from the cold Canadian tundra in search of winter refuge, and they come right to Lubbock.
0: Screw those birds! I, I'm aware. <laughs>
2: I hate. Them. I hate those birds too. I hate Why? them
1: because they fly right over my house. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Clint mentioned one that he saw his, uh, his truck bombarded with geese poop <laughs> parking lot, man. <laughs> And wondered how large a group of geese could be well, I did Today, Kaylee says I have that answer for you and more First, and more. a group of geese is called a Oh, I know this Uh, uh, uh a, a gaggle. A gaggle. Yes. And when they are on the ground, they can often be uh, referred to as a skein when they are flying in the air. <laughs> a skein. A gaggle's on the ground. Gaggle's on... Okay, so a I didn't know that. A skein... A skein's in the air. ...is in the air. A gaggle of geese can range from 30 to 100 geese all over Clint's car. Some gaggles of all geese... All 100 have can get throat-punched. to merge together and have flown over 1,000 goose individuals. How about that? That's one heck of a skein. <laughs> that's one heck of a skein, skein. Yes. Additionally, a baby goose is
2: called? Uh, uh, gosel? A gosling? Like a gosling. A gosling. Gingles. Yes,
1: that's absolute. So he is actually a little baby geese. <laughs> and a liability of so quarterback. you see a baby goose, make sure you call it by its name. It shares with our favorite Barbie actor.
2: <laughs> that gosling, has, that gosling. Uh, has a lot of kinergy.
1: Kaylee's done it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was well done, Kaylee. A scheme. A scheme. I like that. A scheme. Yes. A scheme. A scheme.
2: Uh, the goose. The devil bird itself. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kaylee. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can hit mm-hmm. us up there as well. A goose once hung itself on a power line above my house. Those uh, things are stupid. Yeah,
1: they are. They're not this one. I live out in the country and. Um, Right next to us is a cotton field, and that that oh, farmer loves to lease out his land to hunters. So this time of year, when I'm trying to sleep in, I am often awakened to the sounds of blam 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 shooting m- at the geese flying over my house.
2: I like a motorcycle starting. No, it's it's <laughs> the guys out there, and it's and it, I you mean, sh- so uh, what you're saying is you have the hookup
1: over there. Got uh, the hookup.
2: Yeah, the friend uh, with the field
1: that you—that's can That's go not to. my friend. No friend of mine. He's letting everyone in the world shoot over there because so you they don't have there. the hookup. You just know who it is. No, it's the it's the the cotton farmer. And you know, there's—I mean, every every weekend morning, Saturday, Sunday, six a.m. Was
2: my That would be a sweet, sweet sound in my ear. Mm. One less goose on the face of the planet. I mean, I don't have a problem. Just don't do it over my house. (laughs) These days, you're going to have like a goose land in the yard. (laughs)
1: This
2: is my goose now. This
1: is totally my goose.
2: And so now after you have uh, been awoken from the blam, 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 as he said, now you've got to like... Hey, uh, my dead goose landed in your yard. You No,
1: nope, this is my goose now. This is totally my goose. <laughs> this, is to- this is my goose. Totally my goose. Going to
0: church every Sunday. Thank Gonna you. Going to bring out the demons on me. Uh,
2: this on the chat line. Oh, that's your house? Oops, sorry, Sneed. Mm. <laughs> Uh, This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Tennessee Raider. Not to mention, Scherzer is already insane. Mad Max. Well we'll find out. Uh Sneed, want to play some pickleball? On the channel. Let me think about that. No.
1: Uh, if I want to play ping pong, I'll go into my into my garage. <laughs> I'm not gonna get on a giant ping pong court with two other three other people and do that, no. Uh on the, the only thing that sounds worse than singles uh ping pong, uh pickleball is doubles pickleball. And I think
2: most of the time that's the that's the preferred way to play yeah. is doubles.
1: It's you and your wife. Play with another couple friend, and then you can go have mimosas afterwards. Mm. Gosh. What in that the name like of all nice, things country club is that?
2: Nice leisurely Saturday morning, right? No. What would you no. rather your your, uh, your friends be doing? Going
1: out? <Rifling> right.
2: Shooting at geese? waking <laughs> <laughs> you up? or Instead of hearing that, like, uh, if, if there was a pickleball court next to you
1: every Saturday morning, just like... Mm. Maybe I'll put one in my backyard. A pickleball court something for me to never ever use (laughs) good chance it could
4: happen
1: (laughs) this on the chat line with Dunning Haney and Perez not worried see that's what I I go down that road too and I think that's exactly the thought process of Maddox and and Bochy they they see the fact that they've got three quality arms in the in the bullpen Mm -hmm. that if if Scherzer is is uh, ineffective he gets hurt again boom hey Dane here's the ball
2: and this is what I, you know, you asked why why today and not Thursday. And I wonder if this hinged on, hey, what do you do in game one and two?
1: This is also good because you you have the ability to bounce back because you still have, I mean, it's, I describe this as, you have a three-game series with the Astros right now. Mm-hmm. You win two out of three, you go to the World Series. Boom, in discussion. Mm-hmm. That's how you, I think you have to almost pitch it that way. You almost have to pitch it like a weekend series. Mm-hmm. Because, hey, let's face it this thing goes back to Houston, you ain't winning it, Texas. That's a fact. If you're, you got, you did it, what you had to do. You got this thing to where you could win it in Arlington. So you mm-hmm. won your one game. You need to win this thing in Arlington because if it goes back to Houston, you are not winning it. Period. Full stop. End of discussion.
2: You know, it, the other side of this, and I feel like, I feel like I've seen more, hey, how short of a leash does he have? And I get it. And, and like the concern side and I haven't seen a ton from the angle. Like you may have a really magical day today. Like if Scherzer came out, and I'm not saying look out nine innings for Max Scherzer, but if you I get, would, I would, if, if you get a, a, a fantastic six inning, something like that out of Scherzer, huge win. And now also you're looking, okay, that's in the tank. If you do get through this series mm-hmm. and have that, now looking at winning the World Series, pretty good arm to have. I would bet
1: feel confident that, confidence that in. he's probably sixty to sixty five pitches today. Yeah. That's probably that's what he threw in a simulated game last week, last Monday. I would probably bet, you know, if he's if he's cruising, maybe you stretch him out to seventy. But I, I would probably expect to see him in that sixty to sixty five pitch range.
2: Uh, okay. So one winner today, and then over under innings. Let's say uh, I don't four want four, four innings. I
1: don't I I four innings. I would say probably right at four.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I just want the Rangers to play well. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I am, as a Rangers fan, I am puckered up. If I stood up right now, this chair would come with me. Can you take
0: me higher? Oh,
1: God. You're going to be singing it on Thursday, man. I can feel it. No, I
2: will not. I can feel it. You're going to be in there. It's going to turn into a Sneed solo. Captain Creed Aru at Globe Life in the house. Have a good time, man. Yes, sir.
0: Bringing you the truth or. Something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: It is time for the fastest-growing game show in the world. Take versus take. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Porman. It is the Bottom Line 100.7 The Score. It has been some time, Jamie, since I have got a win. I've been on quite the slide mm. lately. A losing streak is what it's called. A skid. So it's you against me today? It's you and I. We are your competitors. Okay. I'm hopeful today. I'm, I'm hopeful. Gonna
4: go, I'm going to go Mark Gastineau in this one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if only we had a uh, Jake Gusserini on the sideline mm. or whoever, whatever that name you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lagusa. Mm. Tommy Lagusa. Tony Saragusa. Ah. You really
4: don't remember him? You guys looked alike. A lot of Dang alike. it! Come! Look him up. You guys
2: look like. Why? Okay, but he played. In, def- any outside? He, why would that matter? Like he played you guys defense, kind of look together. He played defensive tackle no, for the Ravens. The, the, the name is sounding more familiar, but still, I'm not. I I don't remember those calls. Ben, at do all.
4: you know who he is?
3: If anything, go research the Hard Knocks footage that year of the Ravens, where I can't remember the running back's name, but he came in impersonating Sh- Shannon Sharp, when the footage of Shannon Sharp out there in the hotel room, I think. He's going, you humiliated me on national television. So I want restitution,
2: Goose. <laughs> Is this someone that I should, like, legit, legit should know and I just am blanking right now? Yeah, I mean. Have I just a... erased this guy from. How long have you been watching NFL games? Since since I was, uh, like, an 11-pound, 15-ounce baby. I mean, he probably was
4: done doing broadcast three or four years ago, but did it for a long time. I don't
2: know. This is crazy. This is like kind of rocking my world over here. That's nah, not that big of a deal. You know what it is? You know what will rock my world and shatter me
4: if I lose again today? Well, that's why I'm going to let you win.
2: No, you're not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you the good old-fashioned way. This is so much fun when I say that because
4: then even if I lose, I can still just be like, I wasn't even trying. Clint. Okay, and so sure. it takes away Clint's joy of winning. Sure. It's really just
2: all I'm all it, I'm here for. You know what? It won't. It won't, because I know you're <laughs> lying, and I know your games.
4: <laughs> I, I feel like I already lead one to zero.
2: You can't. Ben hasn't even asked a question yet, Ben. <laughs> all right, fellas, today, starting with you, Clint,
3: what is one instance in your life where you felt that was the biggest slap in the face I've ever took, even with words?
2: Mm. We played this homeschool team in basketball when I was a a senior in high school out of Wichita, Kansas. And you kind of think of like the the stereotypical homeschool kid, right? And you think probably like uh, an awkward kid, something like that. This team was good. We won, but they were good. Talked the most trash. Mm Mm-hmm. Out of anybody. And this one dude who I kept... I kept guarding. Kept on referring to me as Sloth from the Goonies. And I was like... He called you that? Yeah, and I was like... Mid-game, like... That was actually a really good reference. And it's kind of a big... Bit down. It was, and speaking of, like, making me mad. That dude made me so mad. And that team did, too. Like, that was one of the... It wasn't a slap in the face because we lost because we still beat them. But, like, w- the fact that they got so under our skin, and that game was ugly. But that that dude calling me sloth was, like, really well done. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. So, um, Clint, you know, we're guys, and we all goof on each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. We needle, and we take shots, and mm-hmm. we annoy, and all that kind of stuff. And even on the chat line, we kind of do some of that too, right? Never. Okay. Well, you know, on the chat line that I have been referred to as Jerk Jamie. Sure. Okay. And that's all fine and dandy. It's all good fun, right? Well, I think it is at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, When Chuck Hines told me that his wife refers to me as Jerk Jamie, that was (laughs) one of the biggest slaps in the face. I mean, because wives are nice people, right? They're like, they yeah, don't say anything yeah. mean about anybody. But when he told me that his wife referred to me as jerk, Jamie, then I was like, okay, yeah, I really am a jerk.
2: Well, she doesn't listen, right? It's just Chuck, like, going home and like... And then he corrected me when he said Arkansas no. was not an accurate answer to a math problem. No, he I said think... I was saying some more's wrong. I think she does listen. <laughs> Apparently, it's not coconuts. <laughs>
4: So, the lucky lady calls me Jerk Jamie. So, that, that's my answer.
2: I say keep, keep doing what you're doing.
3: <laughs> wow. Both really, really good I answers. I
4: think so. I think we should each get a half point for that. No.
3: I'll even give an answer of my own here because I have to look forward to another Thanksgiving where there's, there's always this one aunt or uncle of mine that's approaching me saying, are you
2: dating somebody? <laughs> Your clock's ticking. Are you dating somebody? You're a senior. You're a super senior. Where are they at? Are we questioning if they're an aunt or uncle, or have we not decided there?
4: Um, I would just not go. Yeah, and that's really
2: well. Or go and to go plate—that's the move. <clears throat> That'll what? get
3: thrown at the table with the seven-year-olds. You're the only person with a driver's license talking about Paw Patrol and PJ Masks, and you have to.
4: Oh, it's way better than politics at the adult table. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. That's, Give me that's... the seven-year-olds yeah. all
4: day long. Yeah. I'll have a blast with them.
3: You guys just made my single hood so much better. Singlehood. <laughs> single hood.
4: Single hood. I like that.
2: Yeah. Singlehood. Ah. Uh,
3: catch twenty two, I hate it. But Clint, you were steamrolling with your answer there, but I have to go with Jamie. That was just flat out hilarious.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving. Somehow losing the point and also reliving, getting trash talked by a homeschool kid is like really bothering me right now. That's okay. I got time. Yeah. Good chance to bounce back though. Alright, Jamie.
3: What U.S. city that has not hosted the Olympic Games would make the best site for a future Olympic, summer or winter?
4: Um,
2: Clint's typing. I got to see where the Olympics have been.
4: Yeah. So... L.A. Lake Placid. Where else? Atlanta. Atlanta, because there was a bomb. <laughs> what else is, there, is there, what other ones am I missing?
2: <laughs> Can I answer first? <laughs> I have my answer. Go ahead, Clint. Yes. yes. Uh, why? It makes perfect sense to go to Dallas, right? Like, why not do one there? You. Ha- Oh, you're screwed, dude. See those okay. kids going up there? I'm
4: going winter Olympics and and I'm going the the Denver
2: area. <laughs> Mine were obviously summer. I mean you have you feel like you'd have a lot of facilities sure, all within sure. close range. Makes total sense.
3: What am I doing here? More catch twenty twos.
2: Think by now. Well, I'd say that you'd know good two good answers are coming your way, but that rarely happens.
3: Clint, you got that one. Yes.
2: Back in it. It's not over yet. Serious is going back to Houston, Jamie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, tied at one one. Clint <laughs> Name an actor who you would think would make an interesting sports personality.
2: Oh, like if they uh if they played a sport
3: no if they like hosted college game day or first take or oh. get up or
2: okay um i think i'm going to go adam sandler here because he's got a one you got to have to have sports knowledge and it feels like he has a pretty good grasp and you know has fandoms of his own that he keeps up with and isn't like just there to go to be a face in the crowd like has generally cared about their success and failure and stuff like that. Um, And then obviously he would be entertaining. Um, I don't know if I would pick him to be like the leader on the panel, but to be on a panel, I felt like, I feel like he could just slide right in. Everyone would be entertained, but also be like, yeah, he probably makes a good point there. Instead of just like trying to ramble off and distract anybody like, I'm a big name and I'm here. Who's the uh, little short guy who
4: does uh, betting site commercials now? What's his name?
2: You said little short guy, and the only name I was coming up with was Danny DeVito, but I don't no. think you're thinking of him. No. Short guy who does? Just thinking short actors. David Spade. i gonna search. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I'll go Chris Rock. I think he would be.
4: I think he'd have plenty of energy. I think he would be a just hilarious uh super opinionated guy. I think he'd keep everybody laughing. It's my answer. You have to pick a winner, Ben.
2: <laughs> oh, you had time. You could have just said me. It's the bottom line <laughs> of in the score. <laughs>
0: bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Take versus take is up for grabs as we return here to the Bottom
2: Line, 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Uh, Jamie and I have given our answers. Ben has a... Uh... You
4: want to know how old I am, Clint? Huh. I don't even remember the question again. All right, ask again. No, just tell us who won.
2: <laughs> Maybe you have a different answer. You were trying to think of uh, Kevin Hart as we had help on the Hart, chat line. By the yes. way, would you like to Kevin
4: Hart put would've. that in as your answer? because that that's who, who I was wanted. trying to think. I'm disappointed that neither one of you could. Well, I was thinking, figure out what's going on in my crazy mind.
2: Well, everyone else did. So okay. it really is I appreciate
4: us. you, listeners.
3: <laughs> so I do think Kevin Hart's a great answer. Because I can picture him on college game day going. All right, listen. Here's the thing, Reese. I, uh, Michael Penix, <laughs> that was husband pretty candidate. Pretty good. But just with the history that Adam Sandler has had with Hustle, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Longest Yard, I got no other choice. Clint, you got it with the dub.
2: And you tried. You had great answers. It didn't matter, Jamie. You tried so hard. Couldn't beat me.
4: I would Eat imagine. it. My first thought was Adam Sandler,
2: too. Mm-hmm. That's why I took the option away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You're right. Because he, he
4: does good sports movies. You think, yeah, I'm really going to touch was you. It, was it
2: good? <laughs> Is that what you used to say in the handshake line? <laughs> no. You really think I'm going to touch you?
4: In those days, I had to respect the opponent, Clint. (laughs) Respect the game. Respect the opponent.
2: No. Uh, Congratulations to our take versus take winner today. (laughs) (laughs) Myself. You going to get
4: yourself another
2: trophy? Yes, I am. Amazon. They're really cheap. (laughs) How cheap? I'll never tell. Uh, That was fun. Good questions, Ben. Good questions. Was it? Yes. I can. You can go <laughs> on with my day now. Finally,
4: I feel like we've given Clint a little boost. I've been
2: on a. Re- yeah, it's like serotonin yes. over here. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That was like comfort food for Clint. <laughs> Made him feel warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> comfort. <laughs>
2: Take versus take wins are my mashed potatoes, Jamie. Mashed <laughs> potatoes and gravy.
4: What's your favorite comfort food? Um. What makes you feel
2: good? Well, fried chicken is one of my favorite meals. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite foods. Um, and like the accoutrement that comes with fried chicken. Like your mashed potatoes. I was talking about mashed potatoes and gravy and like macaroni and cheese and greens and usually some pecan thighs, some sweet tea. Like that whole meal... That I'm going to go fried okra, like I'm going to eat that and then just be dead for a week.
4: Hey, this is Texas boy. You're not allowed to swear at me like that. What? What did you say? Bigampa. No, before that.
2: Well, I don't remember what I a, said.
4: A cute something else. Accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those words are get you shot around these parts.
2: <laughs> he just exposed himself with words. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, I would say like that kind of food.
4: Fried chicken, all right.
2: Yeah, what's your what's your comfort food? Oh no, burger. Mountain dew. Stop <laughs> <laughs> comfort drink?
4: Uh yeah, I would uh I had to choose one or the other in that regard. I, yes, I Ben's dying over there. Dying. Stay <laughs> I, with us, Ben.
2: Don't go, <laughs> Don't go towards the light.
4: Don't go towards the light. I feel like I would go pizza. Pizza is just a happy Ooh. thought to me. Like pizza is like, hey, it's Friday night. You're done with work for the week. For the week, it's we're heading towards the weekend. Like I always feel like it's weird when I'm not gonna ever complain about it, but like. You were home on a Wednesday night. What are we having for dinner tonight? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna order pizza. Like, uh, I love that, but I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> I might get pizza drunk, not want to get up the next day, right? It just feels like there needs to be a Friday. How or many pepperonis yeah.
2: have you had? Give me your keys. <laughs> Give me your keys. Is this stuff cross? This way too hard, man. You can't drive. Where's it the just Uber?
4: Feels like that needs to be at a fun time.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I've I've also <laughs> used it. To be fair. Because I think that's, oh, by the way, beautiful wording. Like, pizza's like a happy thought. It is. Makes you want to float. Like, whether you're drowning your sorrows to get pizza drunk or you're celebrating, pizza's a great answer. Okay. Yeah.
4: Ben, what's your comfort oh, food? Oh, and you can't have pizza without Mountain Dew, so we're right back I, to the Mountain
2: Dew. I, I, well, it's good for you. I can't, yeah. but.
3: Mm-hmm. Mine's, mine's pizza. That's Popeye spinach, baby.
4: There you go.
2: Just thinking like uh opening up a can and like doing I was I always liked how he did that, Popeye. He popped it out, yeah, like it. popped the spinach. It was made okay. it made spin, and I actually like spinach, but it was one of those that uh, I like it now as an adult but didn't love it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But even as a kid, I was like, I kinda I kinda want some spinach because he was like made it look so good with and then just whoosh.
4: Popeye made me not want to work out. I mean, if you're spending all that time getting all buff and doing all that And you end up Mm. with that chick, olive oil.
2: Yeah, of the voice, the name. Yeah. I mean, no, no thanks.
4: Oh, Papa, give it to me.
2: Ugh. Erase that from my ears forever. (laughs) Ugh. What? Why? BIT! What have you
4: done? This show has so many issues.
2: What do we call this? uh, Uncomfortable. It's like it's like the one day Sneed decided he was just gonna whisper a bunch into the mic, and like just essentially was whis- with the headphones whispering into my ear, which was very strange and unsettling.
3: Then Monday he lays out an all-out assault on this tech football team, demanding team captains to <laughs> stand.
4: That feels like they probably deserved it.
2: Yeah, I mean. One could say earned it. Yeah, that's, that's you know fine. You've earned a berating, mm-hmm. buddies, pals, champs. Uh, th- this on the chat line. <laughs> Let's go to the chat line, please. please be- we'll get a question of the day. side? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this from Bob Hot <laughs> Dogs. Clint likes to throw out fancy food names because he watches a bunch of Guy fietti shows and thinks he is a foodie superior when in reality he eats beefaroni and raw <laughs> hot dog wieners.
4: And if Clint was a real Texan, he wouldn't have said, Guy Fieri, he just said,
2: Guy Ferrari. <laughs> what, people from Texas can't get names right? <laughs> no. Say <at> a dire. <laughs> it's a it's just, Thanks. Guess
4: I'm well aware. In <laughs> case you're wondering. I it's am easy. well aware.
2: Uh, a <laughs> I What I like to do is, like, I'm handing out a Gatorade.
4: Oh, is that That's what, what you I
2: Is that what you do? Chris? I haven't stole that from anyone.
4: No, you haven't. It's one of the most difficult names in Red Raider football history, I think.
2: Yeah. To be fair, I did have it. I mean, in reality, last year I had it wrong through like whatever, three games or whatever. See, I do my uh, best too. when I know
4: I can't say it or I don't know what it is. I just don't say it.
2: Go! I do the opposite. I go in confidently whether <laughs> I have it right or
4: wrong. Just avoid it. And the guys that played well were...
2: Joseph. Everybody but Joe. Numbers. Just numbers.
4: Yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, this on the chat line from Bullfighter. Surprise, Clint didn't say all the food. Oh, the oh, foods. Okay. All the phones. okay. Alright. Also put up a picture of me. The, the can of corn guy. From the of the yard. <laughs> that's a, speaking of... And Bullfighter said, that's who Clint reminds
4: me of. <laughs> that guy's hilarious.
2: That movie has the most... Ra- because of that guy like the most random Kansas State mention of all time when he's like, all right, any of you guys ever played football before? And he's like, yeah, Kansas State. And he's like, oh, Bill Snyder's like, no, Kansas State Penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. Uh, yeah. Kevin Hart, hundred percent. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. They got your back.
4: Yeah, but I lost. Don't know how I'll go on. Lost a bunch on the court today too.
2: So Oh, did you? So you (laughs) needed to pick me up. Shots going long? Short? Fast? Mm -hmm. Slow? Side
4: to side. I don't know. Maybe everybody was just better than me today. Just off? Slump? Or just I'm just not very good, maybe. Your geo (laughs) service. No, did not. Take yourself out of your rhythm. I didn't do any of that.
2: Uh, Ben, I think we found our answer. Uh, All right, I'm going to go wash my ears out. It's the bottom line, 100.7 The Score.
0: Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: Welcome back to the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 100.7TheScore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Foreman behind the glass taking care of us. It is that time for someone. Who could it be? It's Jamie to uh, lay out a statement for us that we'll either uh, praise him for or totally bash. Crash and bash.
4: Okay. All right, so my statement for you today is if the Rangers win tonight, your confidence level should be 10 out of 10 that they win this series.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. I was at an 8 out of a 10 yesterday yeah. when you asked. So, I mean, I was rolling to a little the, more.
4: To the point where it's never getting back to Houston.
2: Oh, and then you went there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally— Because you'd
4: have two shots to win
2: one game. Yes, and I I think right now, today, with you with, with ending it with, with that, it's not even going to go back to Houston. Again, still stands in line with how I felt about this series the whole time, that if the Rangers are going to win it, they're going to win it in 4 or 5. Um, I think tonight. Although I don't feel like shaky on it, but tonight feels like kind of a gamble night, where Scherzer's taking the mound, but um, you know, probably probably a short leash. But if you hit on it tonight, then it's like man, you you're everything is going right. That can that can go right. I see,
4: like we talked about yesterday. I mean, my confidence level. Is not super, super high. It's above five. You were in six,
2: right? Six out of ten? Oh, seven. Seven. You were seven. Seven. Excuse me.
4: Um, But, man, I feel like if the Astros can get this one, then it's game on. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely game on. I think yeah. they can win, you know, one of the next two after that and get it back to Houston.
2: Yeah. I uh, I mean, just 3-0 in, in anything just feels yes insurmountable but especially when you have uh a rangers squad that is just your what what did they eat before they enter the postseason because every team should eat that Mm -hmm. was it creed okay every team should listen to creed before they start a playoff run right What, what what shoelaces are inside those shoes like what are they, what are they doing? Because something is working. They're one of those teams right now, which is on one of those feels like magical, somewhat unstoppable run. And if you go ahead and knock that to a three zero lead, yeah, I don't I don't see it going back to Houston at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shocking awe is what I would label uh, if it did. It made it yeah. there. Yeah, you're right. Ben,
3: so you said the confidence level was at minimum ten out of ten.
4: It uh, can't be any higher than that. <laughs> you can give <clears> 115. percent <throat> can stop
2: doubting. <clears throat> <that>. Yeah,
4: <clears throat> I'm saying that at this point, if the Astros don't win tonight, the series is over. It's not getting back to Houston.
3: Yeah, I was I was originally going to say an eight out of ten because the Astros are probably going to come out swinging with a chip on their shoulder, mm-hmm. but at the same time,
2: give me. The Rangers.
0: Can you take me higher?
2: See there, uh...
4: I still, like, totally hear Hacks in there.
2: That's Sneed. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though I know, you know it's I know. Sneed? Yeah. You can't hear it? Yeah, them?
4: but I know mm. I can hear Sneed, too.
2: Hmm. It's mm-hmm. like they sang it together and we just mesh their voices. to Make a super voice. Mm-hmm. Snacks. mm <laughs>
0: We cr- 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 messed
2: up <laughs> <laughs> uh, This on the eighth floor center chat line. Why are you discussing next year? Let's enjoy what we're at right now, or where we're at right now. Excuse me. No, mm-hmm. yeah, no. I'm, I'm not trying to look past or anything. I was just curious what your feeling would be, regardless of what happens after this. But yeah, it's don't, don't. funny
4: how it's fun how expectations have. Totally
2: raised, right, right, and that's uh, again, regardless of what happens the rest of the way out, it is incredible the difference from the discussions we had uh, in April and March this year to the discussions we will have in March and April next year mm-hmm. as you start up. Like it, it is the uh, the jump is just incredible. Um, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, you assume Scherzer and Montgomery will be healthy all year. Well,
4: you yeah, that's, a, that's... Don't know that, but... No, yeah.
2: you're right. And Evaldi and everybody else. But to say that you're not excited about at least having them at the start of the year and whatever sure. you get out of them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you also have to note, like, that. <laughs> that's a huge plus. Mm-hmm. Um, Otani's pay isn't going to be as big as it would have been pre-Tommy John. He's not going to be a full-time pitcher slash hitter going forward. Uh, I'll venture to guess he still gets a pretty nice check.
4: Yes, but I would also, I mean, I I would agree with both of you.
2: Sure. I mean, I don't think he gets as much. But it's, I mean, it's still going to be massive, though. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I won't argue that it's not going to take a dip of what it would have been, but sure.
4: He is totally worth it just as a hitter.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not going to be suddenly making pennies. Mm -hmm. Uh, This on the chat line, people need to realize just how hard it is to get to the MLB postseason. It's such a long season. Making it there is a feat in itself.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Completely
4: agree. Say the same thing about the college baseball postseason.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, how many times have you had that discussion? Or, of we yeah, didn't make it to Omaha.
4: Yeah, or maybe it, maybe it's not as hard to make the postseason, but it's harder to get out of a regional mm-hmm. into a super regional, win a super, and get to Omaha.
2: I mean, you've had that discussion. Yes, a lot of times.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, Tennessee Raider asked if that was a molested goose at the end of <laughs> number two. <laughs> Steven... Said, recently went to a local pizza place after church. My wife had the audacity to suggest a sandwich. Mmm. Okay, here's my my question. Was it, I want a sandwich, but I'm also going to enjoy pizza while I'm here? Because no problem over here from that. That's like, I also really enjoy their sandwiches, but I'm still going to eat pizza from the pizza place. But if it was just the sandwich instead of the pizza?
4: I mean, to each their own.
2: No. No, Jamie. <laughs>
4: it leaves more pizza for no. me.
2: <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I'm just saying for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Tyler said, don't you mean sloth got that point? You stay out of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really affected Clint. He still remembers it. Uh, The uh, irony of calling Chuck's wife lucky.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The lucky
2: lady.
4: This from Stephen. My wife has never claimed to be a lucky lady. (laughs) Uh,
2: Stephen uh, said, At Christmas, my future brother-in-law was so drunk I purposefully sat at the kids' table. If it happens this year, he will be leaving early. Angry emoji. Cursing emoji. Mm. 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 Yeah, see, Ben, nothing wrong with the kids' table. Probably have a lot more fun over there, depending on the family.
4: I'm constantly asking if I can go over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. I remember back in the... I think I've told this story before on air, but when my kids were younger, of course, they had their own little s- separate table, and then as soon as dinner was over, they would all leave. Mm-hmm. My wife's family will sit at the dinner table for... Two to three hours chatting about everything that's Mm. under the sun that bores me to tears. And so I would tell one of my girls, like I'd go whisper to him, like, hey, go play for five minutes and then call my name like you need me. (laughs) So give me excuse to get up from the table and I just never go back.
2: That is brilliant. And
4: then I'd find a TV and go watch a game.
2: That's even better. Yeah. I want say, given the two... Mm-hmm.
4: See, for anybody out there who says children are a pain and uh, they're a hassle and they're not worth it, moments like that, totally worth you're it. You're not using them correctly. Totally worth it. You're not, you haven't
2: read the instruction manual. <laughs>
4: yes, totally worth it.
2: I just look at it as, you know, you're going to have one table that does the, like, boring politic, whatever adult talk that you don't care about, and the other table is going to ask you, like, what your favorite animal is, and that's a lot more enjoyable conversation. Sure. Thank you. No one asks me that anymore. Or if a hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) No one at the adult table asked me, do you think I could fly if I grabbed a bed sheet and jumped off the roof? No (laughs) one's asked me that once at that table. I get that question at least five times at the kids' table, and I encourage it, and I try it too. (laughs) And everyone asks me to leave and not come back to the next Thanksgiving.
4: That's awesome.
2: It's also more like at the kids table it's the bottom line 100.7 the score
0: this has been the bottom line podcast from 100.7 the score go to 100-7 thescorecom for more from the double t sports network